Welcome back to Shadowy Stories, where we delve into the dark and mysterious world of a criminal's mind. Today, we're going to take a closer look at a story that will leave you asking is the desire for control a dangerous game? How far will someone go to assert their power? Join us as we uncover the chilling story of a serial killer who was driven by a twisted desire for control. It was a dreary night in the city, the sky was covered in dark clouds, and rain was pouring down in sheets. The streets were deserted, as most people had retreated to the safety of their homes, locking their doors and windows tight. The air was thick with an eerie tension, and the only sounds were the howling of the wind and the tapping of raindrops against the pavement. The police had been working tirelessly to catch the serial killer who had been on a rampage in the city for the past few weeks. The killer's M.O. was disturbingly consistent, he would strike at night, snatching his victims from the streets and leaving behind a trail of terror and bloodshed. The police had very little to go on, and their efforts had so far been in vain. The city was on high alert, and people were living in fear, not knowing when or where the killer would strike next. The streets were patrolled by police officers, and neighborhood watch groups had been formed in an effort to keep people safe. Despite these precautions, the killer had already claimed several more victims, leaving the city in a state of panic. The killer's actions showed no signs of stopping, and the police were struggling to keep up. It was a night like any other, but the feeling of dread and unease hung over the city like a thick fog, a constant reminder of the danger that lurked in the shadows. Janine was a well-respected professor of psychology at the local university. She was known for her extensive knowledge in the field and her ability to engage and inspire her students. She was a quiet and reserved woman, with a reserved demeanor that commanded respect from those around her. Despite her professional success, she lived a solitary life, preferring the quiet comfort of her own company to the chaos of social interactions. Janine had always been somewhat of a loner, and her reserved personality often made her the subject of gossip and speculation among her colleagues. Some thought her aloof and distant, while others saw her as simply misunderstood. She was highly intelligent, with a keen mind and a passion for her work. But her solitary nature and the lack of personal connections in her life had left her with a feeling of emptiness that she struggled to fill. Janine lived alone in a small cottage on the outskirts of town. Her home was a reflection of her personality simple, unassuming, and orderly. She spent her days researching and teaching, and her nights lost in thought and contemplation. Despite her solitary lifestyle, she was content with her life, and the few people she trusted and allowed into her world considered her to be a kind and generous friend. Janine was home alone, feeling increasingly paranoid as the night went on. She had heard about the serial killer that had been terrorizing the city, and she was on edge. She repeatedly checked the locks on her windows and doors, each time feeling a little more relieved as she confirmed that they were secure. As she made her way towards the door for what seemed like the hundredth time, she heard a creak on the staircase. Her heart raced as she froze, listening intently for any other sounds. Suddenly, she heard a voice behind her, cold and menacing. Don't move. Janine's hand shook as she slowly turned around, her heart pounding in her chest. She saw a figure standing in the shadows, shrouded in darkness. The only thing she could see was the glint of a knife in the dim light. 
In that moment, Janine realized that the killer had broken into her home. She was completely alone, with no one to turn to for help. Her mind raced as she tried to think of a way to escape, but she was paralyzed with fear. She was at the mercy of the ruthless killer, with nowhere to hide. Janine's instincts kicked in and she tried to run, but the killer was too quick. In a split second, he had grabbed her from behind and dragged her back into the living room. She struggled and screamed, but his grip was strong and relentless. As she was forced to face her attacker, Janine's heart raced with fear. The killer revealed himself to her, and she felt her heart drop. His eyes were cold and empty, like those of a dead man, devoid of any emotion or humanity. The sight of him sent shivers down her spine. The killer approached her slowly, his twisted smile never leaving his face. Janine could see the madness in his eyes, and she knew that he was fully capable of doing anything to her. He was a predator, hunting his prey, and she was his next target. She was trapped, with no escape in sight. Janine screamed and struggled against the killer's hold, but it was to no avail. He was too strong for her and she was no match for him. With ease, he tied her up and began to torment her, relishing in her fear and suffering. He taunted her and laughed at her terror. As Janine lay helpless and terrified, she could hear the killer's breath getting closer and closer. She braced herself for the final blow, fully expecting it to be her last. But just as he was about to strike, there was a loud crash at the front door. The killer turned his head in surprise, just as the police broke through the door. The police successfully caught the attacker, putting an end to the assault on Janine. However, the assailant managed to flee into the night, with the police giving chase. Janine was rescued and brought to safety, with no physical injuries but deeply impacted by the traumatic experience. Janine was quickly taken to the hospital for evaluation by medical staff and was found to be physically unharmed but emotionally disturbed. The city was finally at ease as the spate of attacks stopped after the close encounter with the police. The tension in the air dissipated and normalcy gradually returned as residents were able to sleep peacefully at night. Life in the city slowly regained its peaceful rhythm. Or so it seemed. In the weeks and months that followed, strange inconsistencies began to emerge in Janine's story. The police began to suspect that she may have been involved in the killings after all. The once-respected psychology professor was now the prime suspect in a string of brutal murders. The evidence against her was overwhelming, and it seemed as though she had used her expertise to lure in vulnerable individuals and carry out her twisted plans. The shockwaves from this revelation spread throughout the community as people struggled to come to terms with the fact that a seemingly mild-mannered professor was capable of such horrific acts. Janine was arrested and put on trial for her crimes, where she showed no remorse for the lives she had taken. The trial was a media circus, with everyone eager to catch a glimpse of the monster who had terrorized the city. The evidence against her was compelling, and in the end, she was found guilty on all counts. The city was finally able to close the chapter on the horrific events that had taken place, but for Janine's victims and their families, the pain of her actions would linger on. The once-quiet professor was now infamous, a chilling reminder of the evil that can hide behind even the most innocent of facades. However, many questions remained unanswered. Was she truly a cold-blooded killer, or was there something deeper driving her actions? 
Was she insane, or was there a method to her madness? Janine's childhood had a profound impact on the person she would later become. Growing up in an abusive and neglectful household, she felt like an outsider in a world that rejected her. Her only escape from the pain and trauma of her childhood was through her studies, particularly in the field of psychology. She was fascinated by the human mind and the concept of control and saw it as a way to assert herself in a world that had treated her so badly. As she got older, Janine's fascination with control and power only grew stronger. She felt that the only way to gain power and control in a world that had taken everything from her was to take control of others. She started small, using her knowledge of psychology to manipulate and exploit those around her, but her actions gradually escalated to more sinister and dangerous levels. As a child, Janine would use her cunning wit and understanding of human nature to manipulate her peers. She would spread rumors, start conflicts, and play mind games to assert her control over those around her. She would often exploit the trust and vulnerability of those closest to her for her own gain. She told lies to her peers to get them to do what she wanted, or convince them to give her their lunch money by playing on their emotions. These small acts gave her a sense of power and control, and as she grew older and her understanding of psychology deepened, so did her methods of manipulation. As a teenager, she used her knowledge of psychology to manipulate and control her romantic partners, manipulating them into doing her bidding and isolating them from their friends and family. She had even gone so far as to use her charms to manipulate her way into positions of power, such as student government or leadership roles in extracurricular activities. By the time she reached adulthood, Janine's acts of manipulation and exploitation had become more sinister. She used her knowledge of psychology to manipulate her colleagues at work. She even resorted to blackmail to get what she wanted. She found out about a co-worker's extramarital affair and used it to her advantage. When the two of them were competing for a coveted position at the university, Janine anonymously threatened to expose the co-worker's infidelity if they didn't step down from the competition. The co-worker, unwilling to risk their reputation and career, reluctantly withdrew from the race, clearing the way for Janine to secure the promotion. Ultimately, her unchecked obsession with control and power led her to commit the string of murders that terrorized the city. The serial killings committed by Janine were the epitome of her need for control and domination. Her methodical selection process was calculated and precise, as she zeroed in on those individuals who were emotionally fragile and could easily be swayed by her tactics of manipulation. The fear and distress experienced by her victims provided her with a sense of power and superiority that she had never felt before. This newfound power rush was addictive to her, leading her to escalate her actions and commit more crimes. The thrill of having complete control over another person's emotions and well-being fueled her dangerous and deadly obsession. In the end, Janine's distorted quest for control and domination led to her downfall. The dedicated efforts of the police force resulted in her arrest and brought her to justice, but the underlying motive behind her heinous acts remained shrouded in mystery. Some people held the belief that her actions were driven by a need for retribution against a harsh and uncaring society, while others regarded her as a sociopathic individual, driven by a pathological yearning for power and dominance. Regardless of the true reason behind her crimes, the impact of Janine's actions on the city was profound and long-lasting.
Her brutal killings served as a haunting reminder of the capacity for evil that can exist within even the most benign-appearing individuals, leaving a legacy of fear and caution in the minds of the citizens. And so, the story of Janine's reign of terror comes to a close, but the question remains, how many others like her are out there, hiding in plain sight? The next time you're walking down the street, or talking to a stranger, remember the dark desires that can lurk within the human mind. Stay tuned for more chilling tales on shadowy stories.